The ugly truth will always be free, so it's clear the Uggs aren't in it for the money. But if you're a fan, we'd appreciate any support you can give. Visit UglyTruth.com and check out the Support the Truth column on the right. You can donate, download our mobile app, or shop the Ugly Mall. All proceeds go right back into the show. As always, thank you, and now, on with the Ugly Truth. Are you ready for another mind-altering dose of the sisters who will say just about anything? Jamie. I love that it's not a bunch of whiteies standing around in Abercrombie t-shirts. And Paula. I would have kicked that thing square in the face and then dragged his body out into the sidewalk. Welcome to another unfiltered episode of The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth, everybody. This is episode 86. Thank you for downloading our show on the respected, whatever you're downloading it on, your podcasting players. Platforms. Platforms, whatever. I don't even know. So we are recording the week of the 20th. Producer Deb works for a media company, and um, they did very well over the summer. And uh, although they didn't make some budgets, they did have a lot of success. And so the big wig said, hey, managers... I'm giving you a free week of vacation, but you have to take it in October. So you all need to fix, you know, pick the week you want and then you'll, you're taking it and it's like completely paid, not against your vacation that you've already accrued week off. So like a compensatory week off. Yeah, just because you were, cause you're just so great. And so he d- didn't care when he took his week off. He's somewhat of a workaholic. And so he ended up with this week, the week of the 20th okay. through the 26th. It is what uh, we call in the Western world a staycation because we weren't going anywhere. It was just going to be kind of like a relaxing, catch up on your sleep, you know, do some honeydew list stuff, get the breaks done, you know, that kind Uh of week off. Well, you know, I always look forward to it because to be completely selfish, he takes Malia to school every day. And so it's been nice to be able to sleep in. The problem is, is that you don't really sleep in. Because you're used to getting up at six o'clock anyway. and But at least you're so, not like having to get dressed and rush out the right. door. Like you're kind of just chilling on the couch, drinking your coffee, messing around on Facebook. So, Well, or in your bed drinking coffee, yes. Messing around Absolutely. on Facebook, that's true. <laughs> or in your yes. case, probably, you know, having your morning masturbation session. And- <laughs> yeah, so I can move on with my day. So it's been really interesting because what I've come to find is that Daryl is not a big fan of doing nothing he gets awkward and uncomfortable and is you know constantly has this little bit of a you know worry face you know and i'm like he can't sit still he doesn't like to sit still and it really it all started on um the beginning of the week we had to run to the grocery store like late at night because you know our daughter's like oh just kidding i'm i'm gonna be gone and i need these things and we're like okay so go to the grocery store like eight o'clock at night and he is playing drums on the grocery basket. <laughs> okay. Does he need an Adafan or something? I don't know. It's nothing like that. It's just like he has all this energy. And so he, uh, I turned around because the guy it had a been pill, a, for God's sake. like three days in and he was, he's constantly whistling or he's moving around and he's, you know, he's constantly jostling and now he's playing the drums. And I think that guys in general do that anyway. Guys tend to do, they're not very sedentary when they're active, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're always moving. And I turned to him and I, it was an accident, but I got, I turned on my mom voice and I turned around and I go, Stop doing that must you make noise wherever we go oh. 
And it had been building, you know, it was certainly not something that I've ever done. And so he stopped dead cold. And and so I'm like, Did and then of course, mad? yeah. Okay, good. And good for you, Dub. Good for you. He goes, he goes, I go, what? He's like, well, you're talking to me like I am a child. And I said, well, maybe if you would stop acting like a child oh, in God. public. And this was in the wine section. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> so anyway, that was the beginning of the week. But what I noticed is that he is not comfortable being choreless or having no to-do list or whatever. He's really, he gets almost anxious, you know. Luckily, the World Series is on, so he's been able to plan his day around watching the World Series. That's been great. Um, so two things but, I just want to say. What? One, every time Daryl takes time off or works for a home or whatever, you both get extraordinarily agitated. And it's because he's not doing his normal habit stuff and he's infringing on your turf. So like you're in wife mode, but you're still not able to get your regular shit done because you're just like, <laughs> I have my own things I need to be doing and I and you're not supposed to be here. You're so you guys way. like start getting on each other's nerves, kind of like, you know, getting butterfingers stuck in your teeth. Like you a just- little bit. Yes. I think what it is, is that, you know, I do have my routine and some things just can't be put off. Because he's on vacation. You right. know, I mean, you know, people need to eat, clothes need to be washed, groceries need to be bought, you know, whatever I do. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember what day, I think it was Tuesday. I said, look, we, I got shit to do. You, you, you want to come along or what are you going to do? Right. You know, because I, I, I feel like I'm in a holding pattern and I really, I cannot do that. So he went around with me and did, you know, errands and whatever. And he was exhausted. He's like, it's I like don't... having a sick kid home with you for the day, yeah. but you still have errands to run. Yeah. It is exhausting. It's like, take your blanket and let's, let's hit the road. But <laughs> it's like, he's like, how do you, how do you get any one activity complete in a day when you're being disrupted every two hours because of some crisis like, well, with our children or a sibling no offense or a parent hey, or you know you whatever <laughs> no, i'm just kidding yeah he's like it is an onslaught of communication in addition to trying to get one task complete they're like well it's far easier because i typically don't have you with me well not only that but i'm like look i make this shit look easy you think it's easy <laughs> It ain't. And not only is this not easy, look how cute I look right now. And I look adorable. I look gracefully gorgeous <laughs> while I basically, you know, okay. spin plates on my Let's hands. Say, gracefully, no. But I know what you're saying. Right. He finally realized, he's like, I, he goes, that and the daytime drivers are about to drive him up oh, the wall. Oh, God. People during in Sacramento driving the surface streets are some of the dumbest people on the planet. They are horrible drivers jamie i have been fighting this battle for i would say about two years now where (laughs) i am just desperately pulling for the asian community i'm like come on guys let's do this let's not be the stereotype but every single dumb thing i literally saw a woman driving in reverse down the street And I'm like, what is that person doing? It was an Asian Asian. woman and she was using her mirrors. She wasn't even looking backwards. And I'm like, why? Don't do that. There's been some near misses with side swipes and trailers and an an Asian woman who crossed over three lanes to get into the Trader Joe's parking lot. Or just like, you know, pulling in front of traffic and thinking like, you know, 
like they're almost doing it blindly and i i welcome to my world i'm desperately trying to not make it real but i you don't want to believe it i don't i don't like stereotypes i don't like any of that but i'm like maybe it's just not even a stereotype maybe it's just like you know it's just the fact. sky is blue and right. Asians can't drive. I don't know. It, I know. I know. I know. I, it's it's a it's sad a, it, reality. It's, it's a sad, other, sad day thing, for me. The other thing I've noticed is that he's always wanting to eat. Oh, God. Like yesterday, we had like a fairly... My nine-year-old. Well, you know, right? But it's like every 15 to 30 minutes, he's like, so uh, you want to have a cocktail or do you want to, you know, have something to eat? We haven't eaten lunch yet. And I said... <laughs> I last night he's like well I took this out to make for dinner and I said Daryl I have been full for four days <laughs> I can't eat another thing right. I don't know where you're putting it all but I can't do it anymore I don't want to go out for sushi Does he have a colostomy bag or something no Jeez. he's just is constantly eating I'm like I don't want to have a, I don't want to have sushi I don't want to go out and have a margarita and chips with you I am done eating food. I, in fact, I don't think I could eat again for a week. I'm so full. I'm sick of it. God, I, I can't take he, it. I know, and and he's the one that's losing weight. He's a stick. And so I said, he's like I said, my nine year old. Ryan will come home from school literally, and he'll have a snack. And by snack, I mean like it'll be a sandwich. You know, he'll have like pop tarts or you know not like your typical snack like it'll be some sort of like you know what could be considered a meal of sorts <laughs> for some um you know like waffles or sure. you know bowl of cereal oh, yeah. or something like that and so olivia on the other hand she'll be satisfied with like apple slices and peanut butter that's like around three o'clock by quarter to five He'll be like, Mom, what's for dinner? And oh I'm just God. like, Ryan, I'm like, are you hungry? He's like, well, I'm just, you know, I was just getting hungry. I'm like, you He's just snacky. had like a full blown, like what you ate in the last hour is probably what I eat all day. <laughs> so I, I mean, know. it's just like, and I mean, I'm not trying to fault the kid for being hungry for dinner. No, My no, God. it's not about that. It's just that that they are always hungry. And I'm like, what? What is going on that you are constantly in need of putting something in your face? It's like <laughs> really? always something, you know. The day before, it's I like bet he, you goes, he wishes you were constantly in the need of putting something in your face. Sure, he would. <laughs> and you know, initially, you know, you're excited. He's home from work. You're going to go out, and you're, you know, it's vacation. You're going to sure. eat out a little bit more. You're going to have a coffee. Yeah, you guys a had too a really early. pretty. I don't know where you were, but I mean, you had a lovely view of the river, and oh, that was a that was an adventure. Let oh, me tell geez. you. Okay. Uh, he wanted to do something. And I said, well, we can try to get it in, but we've got to pick up our daughter at 220. So whatever we do, we better go now. Yeah, you don't get a lot of morning time. You don't get a lot of time. And of course, he's like, well, you want to go for breakfast? <laughs> and I said... As long as we're not going to uh, the Fox and Goose, where you're going to have told- to manhandle someone who probably was some unsuspecting <sighs> victim again. You know what? I, I said that actually almost verbatim. I said, I'm not going back to Fox and Goose. <laughs> He's like, no, no, of course not. No, no, no. You know what's going to happen as you get older? You're going to realize your guys' tables are just away from crowds. And he's like, well, I just <laughs> I just wanted a little privacy with my wife. And you're like, you're trying to keep me from the masses, aren't you? You don't want me to be interacting with others. <laughs> you don't think. Like, I'm the wild animal. Like, like you're <sighs> keeping me in a proverbial cage. 
<laughs> right. So we get in the car, we go towards Clarksville, and we stop by this place. It's called the Dinky Diner. And it's a little trailer that has a really nice open air eating area, and it faces out towards the Delta. That is the picture that, that I took and posted on Facebook. Sounds, sounds dinky. It was dinky, but you know what? It was an amazing burger. Super fresh. Really, really good. It was, it was really fun. So we're sitting there. And, uh, you know, just minimal chit chat, just, you know, I'm looking at these three witches to the left of us talking about their terrible parents and how they're getting old. And it's like, well, you know, you really should take her into the doctor. That's not normal. You know, those kinds of conversations. And I was like, oh, fun. I'm so glad you're not my daughter. But, you know, maybe that will be my daughter someday. I don't know. So we're sitting there. Now, I have this necklace that I got at Nordstrom. It says, hello, sunshine. It's a it's a gold. not. It's not a real gold necklace, but it's a little, you know, pretend faux gold necklace and it says, hello, sunshine. And I love it because I tell people that. I tell people who I think are sunshine. I'm like, hi, sunshine. I mean, I just love saying it. It's like, I don't know. So Daryl goes, I really like that necklace. And I said, yeah. And he goes, yeah, because it's ironic. (gasps) What? (laughs) And I'm like, what are you trying to say? Is he trying to pick a fight with you or what? Listen, I do not fall apart or have my feelings hurt very easily well, that's so not feelings hurt that's just being like why are you being a dick and i said it's ironic he goes you're my he goes but you're your own brand of sunshine i go what like a, a stark white led light hanging in a home depot or what kind of what kind of sunshine are we talking here so ultimately or like you know the sunshine on the equator that actually can beat down and kill people you know <laughs> if if not properly hydrated and and get enough shade i mean i said oh wait let me guess i'm that fluorescent blue bug light that (laughs) That uh things are things are drawn to and then they are killed if they get too close is that the kind of sunshine i am he goes yeah that's pretty much that's what i'm thinking he's like was he being sarcastic a little but you know we we were on each other's nerves a little bit trying to backpedal at some point did he realize what you know he just should have never uttered that sentence i'm sure it's hurtful sometimes he gets brave and thinks that he can square off with me when it comes to things so uh, but i'm taking it in stride because i you know please people have called me much worse in my life this is nothing this is your husband for god's sakes (laughs) it's not like he's some stranger and i mean and you're just sitting there minding your own damn business (laughs) i'm sure i wasn't i'm i'm sure i had like a resting bitch face pointed in his direction or something <laughs> so i mean it ended up being lighthearted. i mean he wasn't trying to go out of his way but oh i would have gone was, out of my way and i said i go i don't know really know what you where you were going with this or if you were what you were trying to say he goes i was just trying to say that you're you have your own brand of sunshine and i said liar i don't know what you're I'd be saying like, well, don't blow whatever brand of sunshine you have up my ass i'm not an <laughs> <Right>. idiot <laughs> And then I think I, I think I realized why he mentioned this my own brand of sunshine and I'm, why I'm the bug light is that earlier in the drive when we were in the moors in the middle of freaking nowhere in like literally in on broken pavement going nowhere, I said, you know, you could dump a body out here and no one would ever find it. <laughs> and he's just like, maybe, maybe we, it was just you're like, can we pull over? I have to stunned use, silence use the bathroom. <laughs> The problem, the problem is, is that before I uttered those words, I had created this huge backstory oh my about God. everybody, <laughs> how someone could have brought someone out here, killed them, and then thrown them in the you know overgrown area that wasn't mowed down by 
you know, those giant tractor mowers. Right. And it would just be there forever. And so I'm thinking, you know, this would happen late at night. You know, back in the 40s, it definitely, you definitely would have gotten away with it because there oh, were yeah. less people around. No and DNA or dogs nothing. or, you know. Just some dead body. And that it wouldn't have been found till it was almost skeletons. And, you know, and I, so then I uttered those words. I'm like, you know, you could throw a dead body out here and no one would ever find you. All right. Uh yeah, it is pretty remote out here. And then he made a U-turn oh, and went to the yeah, road. He's like, I'm just going to make a little three-point, uh, six-point <laughs> turn because these roads are narrow, but whatever. The Ugly Truth mobile app is now available for Droid and Apple users. Of course, the episodes are always free and available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Having the Ugly Truth app not only helps support the show, you'll also get extra content like our Ugly Cuts. The Ugly Truth mobile app is just $3.99. That's a one-time fee, not a subscription. To get more info and download the links, visit UglyTruth.com slash app. And thanks for helping out. Now, let's get back to the uglies. So speaking of uh, staying at home and, and homes and vacations and stuff like that, I wanted to tell you the story a while ago, and I, I di- we didn't get a chance because we started talking about something else, but two of our daughters work at a restaurant here in town. They work for uh, Red Robin, and so they're hostesses, and they're very good at their jobs, and, you know, they, you know it's, it's crazy busy, but, you know, those chain restaurants around this part of town are never not busy. Kenzie is a... Uh, a hostess on this particular evening and it was kind of and it's always busy Um, i have to tell you this when she first told me that she got a job as a hostess i'm mm -hmm. like you're kidding me right because (laughs) i love her very much but she's just she's so much like us she can't handle the socially awkward and she very much wears her emotions on her sleeve or her face and so if someone or some people walk in and they look undesirable I can only imagine (laughs) the look on her face where she's just like oh my god (laughs) one of the reasons why I have this necklace is that you know obviously I know Mackenzie very well I mean I gave birth in life to her right she actually exudes this sunshiny persona it's pure I mean it's crazy some people just do that I have a couple of friends that are that way too and I'm like how is it that you have this disposition that is pure warmth and sun I mean I'm jealous auras or auras. I just love it I just I'm I admire people who are like that you know yeah. and so she we has that so I, that's just our problem but. totally and so I think that is why she is so likable in these types of positions and so a bum came in, a homeless guy. Oh, okay. And it's not unusual because the uh, where the restaurant is, it's right next to the mall and on a main thoroughfare, very busy thoroughfare. The bums hang out at the old abandoned grocery store. They do. And so, <laughs> that's so sad, but they do. And so occasionally they'll come in and ask to use the bathroom or get a cup of water or, you know, whatever. And depending and on who's- Wash their who's in charge they'll let them do it if it's not busy but oh, for the, i mean they can't stay in there right. well this guy went into the bathroom and he never came out and kenzie didn't know because you know she saw him go in but it's not like she's standing there staring at the bathroom door waiting for someone to come out so a couple of hours pass and patrons are coming out of the bathroom going you know there's a bum in there and he's just sitting there flushing the toilet over and over <laughs> and over again 
a manager came in, went into the restroom and said, hey, um, you know, you really need to go ahead and leave. You're, you've done your business. You need to go. You can't make me leave. I'm using the bathroom. And he starts washing his hands, you know. And so the, the man, the big manager comes in and says, you know, you need to you need to leave. And so he pushes aside the manager, runs out into the lobby and spits on Mackenzie, but what? she blocked it with menus, so it didn't get on her. <laughs> what a smart girl. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. So she's telling me the story. I go, wait, 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 stop. Did any saliva get on you anywhere? I mean, anywhere she, on your body? She has to be tested for Ebola immediately. And she said, mom, no. I had a shield and he spit on the on the menus and then he ran into the bar and started chasing the manager around. And it was insane. And I said, have any of you people ever thought about calling the police? I'm just wondering. I mean, did it ever cross anyone's mind to call law enforcement to eradicate this mongrel out of right. the restaurant? I mean, my God, he could have been, he could have had a gun or something. I mean, it's no not one like knows. like a rabid bat flying around. It was. It was exactly like that. It was like it was like that uh, the great outdoors where the bat was in and Dan Aykroyd and John Candy are all, you know, yeah, they're they're, they're protected, trying to get rid of this they're thing wrapped up in menus and and aprons yeah. with, you know, colanders on their faces trying it's to see <laughs> and this thing's running around, rah, you know, so I would have finally... kicked that thing square in the face and knocked him out <laughs> and then dragged his body out into the sidewalk. I don't remember exactly what happened, but he did get escorted out. And the I think think security came, and there was it was the altercation finally concluded. I and can't believe she I, composed herself after getting spit on. Jamie, nothing would incite more rage in me <laughs> than if someone attempted to excrete any kind of anything on my my body. <laughs> un, un, unwelcomed. Unwelcomed. Okay. Yeah, I know. So she's telling me this, and of course, as her mom, I'm like, "Are you sure that you weren't?" harmed in any way whatsoever Seriously. by this spit. I'm just saying with Ebola running around the way it is. Right? And so she's and this was before the Ebola thing became a thing by the way. Well, it's a thing and now. And so she's like no, it was fine. She was just like shocked that this guy was running around like a maniac, you know, chasing people and I said, "Well, I mean, congratulations for surviving your first crazy, but, you know, I remember when I worked at Roundtable, it was my first real job." And I was, I was like a shift leader, you know, I wasn't a manager, but I was kind of like the, the, the tallest midget on the shift every night I worked. Yeah. And so this happened like not even a week after. And I don't know if you remember this, but there were, uh, there was some people and they were robbing round tables, yeah. but they were killing them too. They were killing people. They weren't just taking the money. They were killing right, the workers. Right. And the roundtable that I worked at, the franchise owner, that was one of his restaurants. Mm. And so I was working one night and I had a lot of kids, like 16-year-olds working because it was like a Friday night. Right. And all of a sudden, two men who fit the description of the robbers were casing our restaurant and they were scaring people through the window patrons they were like they were wearing big flak army jackets and they were really big and acting kind of nutty and i was in charge oh, i was the, the quote-unquote manager in charge that night and i was like 18 great and so i remember what happened so i hit the panic button and i called 911 we have panic buttons underneath the registers oh, for robberies so i hit it and then i ran to the back because we have a phone in the back and i called 
the sheriff and I said, what was going on? They said, all right, stay calm. Have they entered the, the, the restaurant? And I said, no, but they're casing it and they're scaring patrons. So after that, I closed the store and I told everybody to leave. I kicked out all the customers and I sent home every 16 year old in the, in the building, except for the adults, because we had to stay open, kind of, you know, we had to kind of maintain because we didn't want them coming blowing in. But we had like little league kids and, you know, soccer teams and really little tiny guys. And I'm like, get out, just get out. God. And we kicked them all out, called mom. And I told her, I said, I just want to call you. Oh, I love you. God. And everything's fine. I just wanted to let you know. She's like, all right, thanks, honey. Bye. She wasn't scared. Oh, no, she was. But I didn't have any time. And yeah. so one guy who was 17 refused to leave. He's like, I'm not leaving. And I said, I, this isn't really about you being a hero, dude. You are a child. Right. You need to go. I mean, I was too, obviously. But I mean. I said, but he wouldn't leave. And I said, okay. You're like, all right, you're either you're with me or you're against me. So Yeah, and I said, look, I go, well, I'm not going to waste any more energy on you. But he's like, well, I'm building a wall here. And I said, see, you're not taking this seriously at all. So there were cops everywhere and we didn't know it. There were everywhere oh, really? in the store, outside the store, out of nowhere, a helicopter came. You know, there's like silent helicopters. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of those? Yeah, like the stealth ones. Out of nowhere, this thing was like 20 feet away from the front door. So were the guys still out there? Oh, yeah, they got them. And were they the guys? I, oh, we, they never told us. They never told God. us if they were or if they were part of it. Or did they tell them if they had guns or anything on them? They didn't tell us anything. God, they told us absolutely better. nothing. The owner finally showed up and, you know, it became a big thing. But it was... Did you get like a little hero award or something? No. Why would I get a hero? Because I called 911? No. But no. I mean, you were smart. You evacuated that. You, yeah. probably, you probably neutralized that situation. Back in the day, there was nobody... No. I mean, maybe now they would have said something. But back in the, in the day, they're like, yeah, you did what you were supposed to do. Well, you want, and that's... I want to just say... Litter maid salutes you <laughs> for your efforts for yes. putting away crap like you did. Yeah. It also is just saying we salute you and your efforts for putting away crap. Therefore, we are going to put away crap in a way to honor you and what you've done. And if you are also Thank you. Thank a, you. a unsung hero, treat yourself to, <laughs> to the litter maid self litter cleaning box it can be found on amazon and um you know treat yourself if you're an unsung hero if if you're that person who saved a life or fixed mm -hmm. a situation treat yourself to a litter made self-cleaning box and Yay! and let that be your gold star right god bless america i want the truth you can't handle the truth that is probably the weirdest, scariest thing that's ever happened to me on a job. But I was telling you the other day that I don't even remember because I wasn't living at home when you got your first job. So I don't even know where you were working. So my first job, I was 15. And okay. you know where, I don't know what the store is now, but you know where Wiener Snitchel, Olive Garden. What's that big store there now? I forget what the big Joanne? Oh, is, that, is it Joanne's Fabrics now? It used yes. to be a store called Home Express at the time. <gasps> you worked at Home Express? No, I didn't. But right next oh. to Home Express, <laughs> okay. there was a brand new coffee shop called Java City. 
Java City. And so I got a job working at Java City. And so basically it was like a six hour shift or something. And during the shift, there was three rotations. There was cashier, there was a barista, and then there was busser. And so obviously for cashier, you were working the register, taking the orders. The second rotation was barista is where you made all the drinks and got the food. Like if there were sandwiches or something like that, you made the sandwiches and stuff. Yeah. And then the busser was, you know, because at the time they served everything in real glasses. Like if people got it for there or, you know, instead of to go, we served everything on like real silverware, real glasses. And so we were cleaning up, you know. Wiping yeah. down tables, pushing in chairs, taking, doing dishes, all that kind of stuff. And then if you wound up closing, because then at the close is when you clean the shop at the night. Right. And so the close was usually at like midnight or something. And you right. know me, I have the stamina of like a flea. And so. <laughs> You're like, I'm dying. I was assigned to sweep. And I'm just like, well, what, what am I sweeping? Like, what do I like, do? Like, there's nothing like, here. Well, not just that, but I'm like, is there a particular way I should be doing this? Or, you know, and so <laughs> I was kind of getting it. flack from everyone. Like, really, we have to show you how to sweep. And I'm like, well, I mean, I just I've never industrially swept before. <laughs> and yeah. so I'm just asking if there's a right way. So the next day I got pulled into the office because they said, well, we understand you had some trouble with the sweeping. And I said... <laughs> Well, I'm like, I just, you know, and so they're like, well, Henry will be doing some training with you on proper procedures for sweeping. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. And so they were probably rolling their eyes out of their skulls. Well, the manager was making it like it was a big damn deal. And I'm like, it's fucking sweeping. (laughs) Come on. You know, this is stupid. And so further proof that we are not meant to be worker bees. Well, and I'm just like, I'm sorry. I'm not down there like doing the double down, you know, brush because it was like the big, long, like bristly you know it's not like your room yeah right yeah whatever those things are called and so you know i wasn't down there getting in the crevices and like you know doing it all cinderella style i was just kind of like this is not my body i was just like pushing it around leaning the the broom stick up against my chest like like whatever you know yeah "Yeah, i think here's a pile does anybody have a dustpan what do we do with this you know and i was just like (laughs) your set your work ethic is just unmatched well when it came to stuff like that because i'm just like i'm like why are we even gonna bother cleaning this place it's just gonna get dirty in the morning so that's why i don't make my bed (laughs) i'm just like i've got most of the big crumbs what do you want me to do get my toothbrush and like scrub the corners i mean and so that was my philosophy clearly not a Mm. can do positive of attitude and so (sighs) I worked there for about four months and by like the third week I was basically put strictly on cashier because they just didn't want you touching any more brooms but I was actually really good with the cashier I had good customer Mm. service and I was really good with the money and so they just said and when they started doing the schedules they just took me out of the rotation altogether and they said Paula's just cashier Which actually was fine with me because I'm like, I liked being the cashier. Yeah, I like that too. And, you know, I liked doing the customers because when I made the drinks, apparently I didn't make them fast enough. And, you know, it just took me too long because I'm like, okay, I'm like, mocha, mocha. I'm like, I got to do this (laughs) and I need to do this and I got to measure this. I mean, someone with OCD, you can't expect them to 
just slam a drink together and yeah. and not like clean up after themselves or make a mess and not like have it be like the most perfect mocha ever. You must you have know. been the most frustrating employee to watch. Probably. I mean, just like, oh god, just give me my mocha. You know. But I mean, it wasn't. I don't know. They're just like, Paula, where's that mocha at? And I'm like, it's coming. And they're like, they ordered it five minutes ago. I'm like, well, you can't rush perfection. What do you want me to do? <laughs> You know, and I'm like, plus there was a couple drink orders ahead of that. I'm working on it, you know. I'm getting it. I'm yeah. like, I just, you want it to be right, don't you? And so yeah. that's oh, when God. I was just strictly put on cashier duty. And eventually I went up quitting the job anyway because I got stuck on the morning shift. So I had yeah. to get there at like 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning. I do remember that. That just wasn't working for you. Ultimately what did it for me was because we – baked our pastries fresh the guy had been baking all night and you know mm -hmm. when you wake up too early in the morning you feel kind of nauseous yeah well as soon as i'd walk in there it was just a waft it's it was like walking into an oven that had been baking muffins all night Ugh. and just the waft smell of baked goods and hot You're and like, I just early right now and i'm just like and and it's like I was a coffee shop, so I had access to all the coffee I want, but it's not like I could just sit at a table and be like, you know what, can I just have a minute, please? You know, it's just like, <laughs> you can't do that. You could, but it probably wouldn't go well. I mean, I, I you know, because I'd be setting up chairs and stuff, and I'd just sit down and be like, I just need a minute. Hold on. You know, <laughs> no one's here. We're not opening up for another half an hour. No one's like, stand, you know, standing at the door, banging on the glass to get in. Give me my mocha. And they're like, well, did you count the door? And I'm like, I've done everything. I just wanted to try and drink this and, you know, quickly. And they're like, well, we don't drink on the floor. I'm like, fine. I'll go put it back in the stupid wire rack where everybody else's drinks are sitting. And, you know, it'll you know, so get funny. cold. That's, you know what? I was the same way. I, I worked at two different locations when I was at Roundtable. The first location was my very favorite, but I quit in a incredible rage because... <laughs> is this a shock to you? No. I was... What'd you um, do? Throw a tomato on your way out or something? I, I should have. <laughs> I was a cashier, and um, on Friday and Saturday nights when the rush would come in, being a cashier was like the best of the best. Oh my God, it's like an adrenaline run. It is. And not only that, but it's like that if you if you're the cashier on a rush on a Friday night, you are somebody. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, world. you keep everything straight that and you don't have to get dirty with pizza sauce. You know, you 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 look cuter because you're not covered in food. And it's just a it's a really great no, position. It's fun. I mean, pizza places are fun on weekends. I loved. Well, first of all, I loved working at a pizza joint. I highly recommend it to any kid who needs a job. Pizza joints are the place to be. It's not fast food. Yeah, my girlfriends in high school worked at Roundtable, the local oh, Roundtables, yeah. and they had a blast. It's so fun, and you meet so many great people. So instead, I instead of worked there, worked at a couple of shoe stores. Go figure. <laughs> Retail, yes, but shoes specifically, shoes, so that you basically worked to buy your shoes. <sighs> Jamie, there was I'll never forget this one time, a gentleman came in. And he wanted to know if we sold special socks because he told me how much his feet sweat. <gasps> and he wanted to know if there was a particular Gore-Tex type boot because of his overly sweated feet problem. And oh my god, Paula! I, <laughs> I didn't know what. I to don't do. even know what to say to you right I now. I worked at Track and Trail, which was mostly like oh, men's work boots and I and that. whatever. Uh, what are those hiking boots? 
And what were you thinking? I was 15. And did I, you have to put shoes on people? Sometimes. <gasps> I don't even know you. I was. 15. How could you do that? I was 15. I was making commission. And I mean, oh my God, that's right. I mean, think about it, Jamie. I was 15 years old. Everybody wanted to work at track and trail. Everybody wanted to work retail. They wanted to work at the mall. And so, I mean, I was lucky because I was working at a store where I got commission. Yes. And so, I mean, for 15 years old, I was making like six or $700 a month. Yes, I remember that. So that's, I, mean, I remember track and trail being like the place to work because of the commission. And this was back in the early 90s yeah i remember anyway it was a great place the manager floyd he was kind of rough around the edges he probably sold weed and coke to people he, he looked like that kind of guy but he was a good manager and he you know he's a little pervy but he never he wasn't handsy by any means no but he enjoyed the young the young yeah he's just uh, stopped showing up one day Uh-oh. and um he wasn't dead but he just stopped coming to work he didn't get fired he just basically stopped coming to work and so the lamis were the owners they were italian and uh, they had a nephew <laughs> who now have you seen caddyshack yeah a long time ago okay okay, okay. well in Caddyshack, there is the the nephew of the judge, uh, Spalding, and he, I can't remember his name right now. Uh, the nephew was the nephew's name Spalding. I don't remember, but he was a spoiled brat, and he was just a pain in the ass. Never wanted to do anything. Well, the Lamy's nephew got the manager job, and so he came in. It was a Friday night, and it was not unheard of for people who were cashiering to have their family come in and order dinner and then you would pay for their dinner at the end of the evening you know you know you're registering you pull the you pull the receipt you put it in your pocket and then at the end of an open tab yeah well you put it in your pocket and then at the end of the night when you're done with your shift you pay there you pay for that receipt and you put it in the till that's that's not unheard of plus they get a discount because you're buying it so I had mom come in and I said, yeah, come in. I'm cashiering tonight and, you know, get a pizza. So they ordered like a small combo, which is like $13. Right. So I pulled the receipt, put it in my pocket and kept going. 20 minutes later, that little shit bag pulled me off the register, accused me of stealing and was going to put me at the end of the pizza line, which is like the it's like you, you might as well be putting bur- boogers on a plate. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's the worst place to be. It's like the it's like demeaning. And this so guy had been on the punish you. He'd been on the job for like a half an hour. And so I So did you pull that receipt from your pocket and be like, listen, douchebag? I pulled the receipt from my pocket, I threw it at him, and I said, <laughs> Fuck I didn't say fuck you. Actually I probably did. Anyway, I said, You think I'm stealing? I go, Do you know how long I've been working here? Do you have any idea who you're messing with? I who do I think I am? It's so funny when I hear myself <sighs> say things like that. This is my boss. It right? doesn't matter. I mean, prior like, to, you- prior to, you're like, I am a fucking hero. <laughs> right? And so I said, I'm leaving. I'm quitting. And I clocked out. And ev- the whole staff was like, no. Oh, my you God. What's happening? I clocked out. I threw the receipt at him. And I said, I'm coming back in tomorrow for my check. It better be ready by noon. Take this off my check. And I threw the receipt of my parents' pizza for 13 whole dollars at him. He was shaking. And in fact, and not in anger. Oh, because he couldn't believe someone had talked to him that way. Yeah. And so the next day I walk in and some of my friends were there. 
and from work, you know, and I walk in and I said, where's whatever that little shitbag's name was? I go, where's Spalding? And they're like, oh, he's in the he's in the back office. I'm like, well, bring him out. I want my check. <laughs> and so I made him give me the check. Oh, I'm surprised he didn't like try and get you to keep your job. Oh, no, he was terrified of me. Although I did get a call a couple of days later asking if I wanted to come back. And I said, is that shitbag still working there? Yeah, no. Bye. And I you went to work sound like dad table. when you come in there. Hey, you come strolling in. Where's that Spalding guy? You know, not not <laughs> know. like throwing your weight around or anything like that, no. but just like, you know, a cocky kind of confidence. Who do I think? Yeah, like like I had any right whatsoever. I can't tell to you how many times dad did that. I'm surprised you didn't go in there with a button up shirt with your sleeves pushed up because that's usually was like <laughs> that was dad mode for like he was going to kick some ass. You know what? I have no fear and people in uh, authoritative roles above me like bosses and stuff, they don't intimidate me. And but there's a difference between having respect, well, and being intimidated. And, and there's you know, also a difference between actually having something to lose and nothing to lose i mean when you're a teenager with a part-time job you don't really have a ton to lose but no and i i got a job the next day right you know it wasn't like it was hard but But it's like when you're you know at like daryl's level or whatever you can't well you don't go around throwing receipts at people and 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 saying you know i'll be back tomorrow at noon for my check you know it's just like (laughs) people don't say things like that what what cracks me up is that deduct this for my check it was ready and on a silver platter when I walked in. It's and like how much was it for? Like thirty four dollars? No, it was like a hundred and fifty bucks oh, because good. I was working almost full time because it was the summer. Yeah, but it, that's not the point. The point is, is that I look back now and you know what? I regret nothing. Like I literally oh, would have done it again. Not. I would do it again you in a minute. Vindicated. And the thing is, is that I don't know. It's not entitlement because I work my ass off. But, you know, it, you don't just you don't just walk in and tell me you're the boss to expect me to respect you. Like, what? who the hell do you think you're talking to? Um, what? He was talking to a worker bee employee, but. Yeah, well, that is why I'm not a worker bee. That was not. <laughs> I, I got fired from a job, um, a really good job. I got fired because I just refused to conform to standards. Oh, it's just I'm not it's you... not that I'm unemployable. I just can't do like people who work for the state and push the same button every day would I would literally I would find a way to screw that up because it would just I I can't do it. I can't conform. You would push buttons the wrong way. I need ones. freedom. I need freedom to be myself. I need to be able to express my mind and have some freedom to, you know, it's eight oh five, time for your break. It's twelve twenty two time for your lunch. Because you are sunshine. I'm the bug light. Whatever that sunshine what was that necklace called? Hello, sunshine. Yes, because you are the bug light sunshine. Well, according to Daryl, it's it's only cute because it's ironic. It makes me mad, but <laughs> anyways. So moving on. Yes, speaking of uh, frightening things, such as Daryl's mm-hmm. comment, we are approaching Halloween, and Halloween. I understand that you had a Halloween themed cheer competition that you went to recently yeah um our daughter is um after much discussion we've all agreed that she's going to continue um after the football season ends into competitive cheerleading and that goes through till the end of january okay so there's competitions like every few weeks and the first one was last weekend at marine world six flags or six flags whatever they call it now discovery discovery kingdom that's it one of the worst places i i hate it there it's it's like the bane of my existence um but it's probably cheap to have these cheer competitions there they have a great stage that backs up to water it is pretty but the amusement park in itself is 
so piss poor. I just, I can't say enough. First of all, there are a lot of people out there who should not be wearing certain things in public. <laughs> there were so many people were who were wearing. Well, hey, when you get into like those kinds of settings, it's like any public place like you know state fairs or yeah. theme parks or you know wherever there's a lot of popcorn being popped yeah any any you know? entertainment you know outdoor event so many there's just a lot of of unsight and undesirables a lot of undesirables daryl walks in and he goes it's a little walmarty in here and i'm like you think <laughs> you think That's, that is a really i'm using that descriptive word yeah it's well now become an adjective it is. And so we're walking through and it's, you know, the, the one thing that I like about where it is, it's in Vallejo. The one thing I like about it is unlike Sacramento, it is diverse. You will see every nationality represented, every creed, religion, whatever you want to call it represented. And that part I actually really like because that is what the Bay Area is. And I love that. I love that it's not a bunch of whiteies standing around in, you know, chinos and, you know, well, and plus, you know, or Ralph Lauren or whatever. There's always it's a nice. good Delta breeze, so you don't get a whiff of foul for too long. No, I don't know what that has to do with anything. Well, that's what I like about it because I mean, oh, you know, oh, you happen okay. to you go to theme parks and you know you get a a whiff of Ralph or you know spoiled food for like a second, and then the breeze comes. You're like, oh, thank God. Yeah, you know, we were walking by this one area, and I go, okay, this smells like pantyhose over here we need to get out of this area God. immediately it was bad it was so bad someone probably it's... went to the whale ride and got their nylons wet and it then, was gross and then sat in the sun to dry their legs and it just smelled like baked nylon it was so disgusting <laughs> and so the thing that the thing is is we so we drop malia off with her team and once she's with her team we don't see her again until they perform so daryl and i have like three hours to kill <laughs> so we walk around and the first thing and Daryl and I are, you know, we're, although we do get bitchy, we're very, very compatible and we, well, we and do guys, share a brain. Well, and you, I mean, it's People Watch Central. So oh my I mean, God. it's basically I like, heaven. it's a theme park for all completely different reasons for you guys. Oh God, it's so much fun. <laughs> and it, I'm way, way more vicious than he is, but you know, he's learning, which is nice. So we turn to each other and I go, well, we got three hours. What do you want to do? He goes, well, I think we both know what we want to do. We immediately head over to the beer area. Wherever yeah. there's alcohol is where we will be because that's just all there is to it. Now, last year we went and did this competition and, you know, there's a lot of people you know, age range from, you know, 14 to 20 in costumes because in the evening, once the sun sets, the scary stuff comes out because it's all Halloween themed and at night and they have like separate attractions that you can go to that are hot haunted houses and they have all this stuff. I we don't do be, any of that. Yeah, I would be partaking in none of that. No, we didn't. And so we go to the beer area. Now, last year we went, they, they were out of a couple of beers, but they had still marginally reasonable tasting beers to have if it's beer and it's beer drink it two o'clock in the afternoon there's a line and well, of course there is because it's all the other parents that are stuck being is. there and they're just like if i have to be here i'm going to be wasted i would like to have a little buzz going and so for ten dollars you get like a God. 16 ounce beer and so i said Did it at least okay. come with a hot dog or popcorn no the pretzel is five dollars and Jeez. so God. we're standing there 
hate theme park food prices. Oh God, I know. It's so it's so you pay ten dollars for a twenty five cent lip and asshole meat product. Not to mention for ten dollars for a beer, you can buy a six pack across the street. It's very difficult to to, to stomach. So I said, I'm looking, I'm going, okay, they're out of Heineken, they're out of Hefeweizen, they're out of Bud, Bud Light, and Miller. So what were you stuck with? Paps? Shock Top? Ugh! And Sierra Nevada, which Daryl likes. That's not that bad. I don't like because it's soapy. And so... Well, Shock Top isn't terrible, depending on oh the... Oh, God. Well, depending on the It's got that flavor. orange flavor. Oh, that was, some people like the orange flavor. No. Ew. No. And so I said, well... I mean, I was going to get a Heineken or a Hefeweizen. And I'm like, well, they don't have it. And I'm not paying $10 just to have well, it. Well, did they have anything a little harder? No. Oh. No, no, no. And so Miss uh, Cashier, uh, there's, th- there's three people pouring. And the one that, of course, that we got is uh, Miss Methmouth, who has no oh, teeth. Jesus and she's Christ. like 60 years old. I only got Shock Top. Only got it. Don't ask me. I don't got it. You got an ID? Don't got an ID? Don't come see me. Dine dog. Like, would you just like, shut up and give me my drink? You. I was like, Jesus Christ. And I said, why are we getting meth mouth? What is up? And he's like, I don't know. But I said, so how do you like working here? How's the dental plan? <laughs> just curious. I'm like, you know what? I'm not paying 10 bucks for something that I don't even don't. want. Like, I'm not doing I'm it. So we walked away. I'm surprised you didn't have a flask of like, you know, Merlot or something. Or Right? No. And so we walked away. We ultimately found a place i had to get a rot gut tequila margarita from the margarita machine that they had (laughs) god that they had (laughs) so i drank that so you're basically pouring like a slushy machine with like me yes the slurpy machine was broken but like luckily the you know it churned it and yes the the margarita machine was working thank god so it's a Yes. So the evening comes and they're like, if you're afraid of the scary stuff that's roaming around, because they have actors that wander around and scare people. I have to tell you a story about that. If you don't like that, you can get what's called a no boo necklace and you can pick it up. they, They have them. You can pick them up and you can wear it and then they will leave you alone, except that they're five dollars. Are you kidding me? No, that's bullshit. Right? And I said, so if you're walking around, you know, because these fools that bring their, you know, 18-month-old to Marine World or whatever it's called. So what? They they don't have the common sense enough to not scare a child? No, but they'll scare the parents. You know, and just, and it's dark and there's fog everywhere because they, they do that chemical fog and stuff. That is, see, that is the kind of shit that bugs me. And you know what? <laughs> I would... Let me tell you my story very quickly. What? So that angers me. But all one time I went to Los Angeles to visit a friend and we were in front of that Chinese Grom or Graham's Theater or whatever that place oh, is yeah, called. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. And a lot of times they have impersonators in front of there dressed up because it's all along the Hollywood stars. Right. And so they'll have impersonators in front of there like Marilyn Monroe, Elvis, so they had the scream guy there, the one guy that wore like the black hoodie with the white mask and he had a right. plastic knife and he came up to me and I turned around and I'm just said and I looked at him and I said, you back the fuck off. Oh. And oh, no. Then he kind of like put his hands up and he's like, whoa, and like backed upwards. And then I turned my back and then he started to pretend like he was going to come at me with my knife. And I no, said, whatever. I said, I will fucking waste you. And I stuck oh my, my God, finger. Paula. I stuck yeah. my finger in his face and I said, back the fuck off. And so he wow. just turned around. 
because I didn't want to deal with it. And so he turned around and he walked away. He's like, all right. Kind of just God. like, I think I've met crazy bitch. And God, so bitch. <laughs> I don't do that shit. And so that's why I'm just like, fine, I won't buy your $5 necklace, but I can guarantee word will go around real quick that they don't mess with crazy bitch. One of the best ways to feel pretty at any moment is to master the ugly truth lip and clip. To do that, the Uggs know you have to have the right stuff and be ready for anything. So get yourself inside the Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com and click on our Avon link to shop for high-quality makeup and beauty supplies, all at great deals. Plus, every time you buy something, you'll be helping out the show. So thanks. And now back to the Ugly Truth. Speaking of Halloween, you are making the children the costumes. How are they going? So Olivia's frozen dress is just about finished and she absolutely loves it. And I am actually Good. quite proud of myself. So she <laughs> is thrilled. Ryan has decided he wants to be Napoleon Dynamite this year. And so <sighs> I have purchased snow boots. We couldn't oh, find perfect. moon boots, but we found blue snow boots after ski perfect. boots on eBay. So those are coming. He's just going to wear a pair of jeans. We have a white t-shirt. I'm probably going to go to the fabric store and get some sort of fabric paint and stencil and just, you know, stencil vote vote for for Pedro. Pedro. And then I told him we will likely have to get sponge rollers to get his hair that curly. And so he's just like, well, do I have to wear them like all day or do I have to sleep in them? And I'm like, well, if you really want. I said, it's either that or I'll curl your hair. I said, but your best bet is sponge rolls. And then I'm like, and then we need to find you a big pair of glasses and then he's just like well do you how do you do you think people will know i'm napoleon dynamite i'm like well when oh, you yeah. go to the door you could be like trick or treat gosh you know or something <laughs> like that that'll be cute you know Aww. and it's just like or do you have any delicious bass <laughs> so, oh my god he should totally do that so he's very excited about that and so i told him i said well maybe we can get dad to go as rex Quando, which is the oh guy my god. where he's all you think i'm a failure because i go to starlet or because i go to bed with starlet every night forget about it <laughs> so, and I'm going to be going as a uh, Deb. You are going to be Deb. I'm going Not to Lafonda. Try- no, I can't, Jimmy. I just can't. I I wouldn't even know to how to embrace that. But I can do the side ponytail. <laughs> I'll get true. some. I think we have a bunch of those loom bracelets running around. So I'll tuck it on my, you know. Do a side ponytail and wear your pink, your pink little. I'll find uh, like a pink card. I'm, I'll probably polo. go to the thrift store and find some cotton pants and you know oh God. some little white tennis shoes and you know that's gonna be. Hilarious. I'll do my best, but you'll do fine. It, Deb won't be hard, and no, so, Deb is a piece of cake. But I, Napoleon's yeah. gonna be easy too, though. It'll be fun. He'll be. Hilarious. It'll be really cute. I can't wait to see the finished products. It should be great. Wouldn't it be funny if we Olivia had been Kip? or something yes. like that like i would have loved it because i can see but her doing just... why do you love me why do you need me always and forever that would be so great except that she's just so obsessed with frozen right now like every girl this is the funniest part i don't know why i kept this all these years i got a haircut one time and they cut like a huge chunk of my hair and so i braided it and i saved it it Ew. was like a seven inch long braid And so why didn't you donate it, you jerk? Because with donated hair, it can't be dyed. And so mine was. Oh, your hair was colored. Oh, because I looked into it. I I looked into it, jerk. And he said, 
I saved it just because I don't know why I did, but I remembered I've had it in my drawer and it's super soft. And so what I did was I braided it into Olivia's hair and it went down the side of her hair and she was just like madly in love with it. It was like mini, it was like a mini extension. So it, and because the hair is pretty blonde, it made her, it really made her look like Elsa. And so she was just like beside herself. So that's her braid now. Yeah. So I'll find a way to incorporate the braid with the dress that'll be so cute she's pretty much done ryan's will be pretty easy i just have to do the vote for pedro shirt right what do you guys have big plans for (sighs) no all of our children are going out and so uh, unfortunately although we live in a really nice neighborhood nobody trick-or-treats where we live Well, because you don't have any kids like in that nobody has children in this neighborhood anymore well there are a couple but you know they're all like malia's age so they're going to a halloween party right so malia's going to a really fun halloween party another boy girl party this is her second one this year and um i said are boys coming to this party and she gets this attitude i guess i didn't know and i'm like you know what you can tell me the truth i mean you are 14 i fully expect that there will be boys at some of these parties that you attend yeah i guess there'll be some of my friends like who and then she'll name them does she have like a crush on any of these boys if she did she would take it to the grave she would never tell us she's pretty smart she is you're gonna have to she would tell me that one well she would tell me and i said well why don't you tell me she goes because she'll tell dad and dad always says i don't want you to grow up and i don't want to know i don't want to hear it i'm like all right fine i'll find i'll get it out of you eventually you'll figure it out oh totally kids think they're so smart but i mean they're transparent as you know you know our parents always said you know you you can't get away with anything i've done it all before you that wasn't true we got away with everything we did and the the thing is is that i have truly done it all but that's the difference is we got away with everything because we did things our parents never even thought to do (laughs) it's so true (laughs) all right well let's go ahead and transition to our ugly and awkward moment of the week sponsored by amazon Halloween is, well, literally just a week away. And so if you haven't had the chance to get your costume and you don't want to run to one of those disgusting stores and pay, you know, a ridiculous amount for a thinly made costume, you can purchase the thinly made costume for a fraction of a price (laughs) on Amazon. And you can Mm -hmm. actually have it delivered for free to your house within two days. If you are an Amazon Prime member, then you can buy the costume and it'll arrive at guaranteed two-day shipping at your house. If you aren't a Prime member, you can sign up now and then still get guaranteed two-day shipping sent to your house and put it on, enjoy your two hours, and then throw it in the closet. And so, right. <laughs> all in the all through the convenience of Amazon. So please visit our uglytruth.com page, find your Amazon link, and enjoy your Halloween. Yeah. So speaking of awkward moments. Yes, Paula, please go. I have been having some trouble sleeping recently. And so Mm -hmm. in the morning, Olivia starts school at 740. And so we have to leave by 720. And to me, that's just a little early. So because I don't sleep well at night, when I'm up at, you know, 630, there's, you know, just routine teeth brushing, breakfast, hair brushing, you know, getting dressed, the whole nine yards, and feeding the dogs. So I bent down to get the dogs food, and I went to go say, you know, come here, you little heifers. And 
everyone was in the kitchen doing their things and I don't know why I think I was just so tired but I said come here you MFers (laughs) what I didn't really say you know motherfuckers but I meant to say come here you effort I mean that's what I said I said come here you heifers and I said come here you MFers and then I mean like I said I mean heifers and then, oh like, Ryan kind of looked at me like, MFers. And I'm like, nothing, like, son. Nothing. nothing. And Victor nice. kind of looked at me snickering like, y'all right? And I'm just like, I'm tired. Leave me alone. <laughs> so I'm just hopeful. Your mouth that betrays you again. That just goes to show you when you're tired, don't try and. Don't be witty when you're tired. Or, or try and, and be angry. or Just keep it simple. Especially in front of children. You just never know no. what's going to come out. Okay. So that was yours. So, like I said, we were at the uh, Six Flags Adventure World, whatever that place is called, for this cheer competition. It ended. It was about 9 o'clock at night. And it's like there are people everywhere. There's It's like a cattle of people, hundreds, trying to get out on this one path. And we were all supposed to meet... Uh, under this tree uh, so that the cheerleaders could take a picture with their coach because they finished fourth and it was a big deal and so they were all supposed to meet down there so you know children and and girls 13 14 year old girls are very agile and they can do you know they can do things that adult people probably can't or shouldn't do and so there was this barrier like a little fence it was like two three feet tall Actually, it must have been a little bit taller than that because of what happened to me. But a lot of them, I said, well, we literally do not have to walk this path. You guys can like leap over this thing and be right there. And they're like, yeah, you're right. So they threw their stuff, jumped over the little barrier and ran down to be with their friends. And I'm like, well, why am I telling them to do that? I'm going to do it, too. So. Oh, dear. It's like I had two options. I could go under the top wire border thing or. I could go over it and get this wire stuck in my crotchal zone and trying to fight myself over this, this wire, this, this wire border. Let me guess. Did you peach yourself? I did peach myself. (laughs) I did. I went over going, well, I'm not going to bend down. It's dark and it's kind of muddy and grassy and I don't want to slip. So yes, I went over this thing and I mean peached (laughs) It but good. Ow! And the thing is, is I don't know if did anybody you, like, knows what peach peaching yourself. Is. Did you peach yourself so hard to the point of dryness? Like, you know where? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was bad because I went over and I was like, okay, okay. I was like, oh shit! But it's kind of like when guys uh, try to, to to jump over a fence, like they what do you do? Like jump over a fence with one leg at a time, and they boing, and they hit the center, and they hit their nuts. So basically, peaching yourself—that—that's what that means—is that I slammed my poor vagina into this wire, and there's no graceful way to lift your other leg over it once you've done that. It's like it's wob, it's shaking because you're in pain, and you're like, oh my god, and it's on a hill, you have an and- injured vag. Yes, and now my vag hurts, and I'm trying to walk down and act you like have nothing happened. Injury, vag injury, Yes, a vag injury indeed. So that was my awkward moment. Well, did anybody of see you? Oh, there was a gentleman uh, who was selling sweatshirts who got to watch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, he saw it. Well, I didn't I, make eye contact. I didn't want to. I think peaching yourself was pretty good. I mean, you know, <laughs> not that is. I'm, I'm saying that you know, saying calling my dogs mfers in front of my children wasn't you know. <laughs> awkward but i didn't but yes fortunately didn't injure my privates in front of someone else so i did pretty good you win this week thank you i'll give you you very much two thousand points 
All right. But well, I think that's it for the evening. It is. This is actually going to be a really big month for us. And so we'll get into this November, afterwards. Yeah. But, you know, so there's going to be Halloween, which will be fun. Jamie and producer Deb are going to see Adam Carolla. The yep. following weekend, Jamie and I are having a girls weekend. We are. We're it's going, going to be so much fun. I am so excited. We are going <laughs> to the littlest city in town. What's it called? The Reno? biggest little city. Oh. <laughs> what is that place <laughs> like called? The biggest little town? Littlest city. Biggest little. I don't know. Why are you making me? I because don't know. I don't, well, it's Reno. That's where we're going. Yeah, we're, we're going, going to, to Reno. Reno. We're going to Reno. <laughs> we'll talk about it more next week, but we are going to Reno. Stay tuned because there's going to be lots of fun events coming up and we can't wait to share them with you. So Yeah, we have fun recaps. So uh, thank you everybody for chiming in. Like Jamie said, from your various platforms, we appreciate the support. We appreciate you tuning in. Have a very, very happy Halloween and we will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Ugly Truth. If you're interested in keeping up with The Uglies, see what I did there? Then follow them on Twitter, at The Ugly Truth. Friend them at Facebook.com slash Ugly Truth. Or leave comments on our shows at UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. Until next time, be ugly and own it. <laughs>